Project Ariag, Day 15, Mitzvah Pevav. The Mitzvah is Shaloli Shava Bavodas Elidim, not to swear by Navodazara. The way the Pasuk says it is Vishem Elihim Achirim Loitaskiru. You shouldn't mention the name of any kind of idolatry. Included in the Mitzvah is not just a person shouldn't swear himself. But also he shouldn't cause someone else to swear in the Shem Zara. And that even includes a non-Jew who might be a worshipper of that Avodah Because Avodah Zara is one of the seven mitzvahs which even non-Jews are commanded in. And so too, it's also for me to do business with a non-Jew or give him a gift on the day of his festival. Because that will cause him to go and thank his Avodah Zara for what he sees as his success. And once again, the Jew is responsible for causing the Avodah Zarah to be mentioned. Similarly, Rabbanan added that even if one wants to give directions, one shouldn't say directions based on the place or location of an Avodah Zarah. The reason for the mitzvah is part of the general prohibition against Avodah Zarah or anything to do with reminding ourselves or giving mention to Avodah Zarah. If a person is over, so, if the person himself swears by Navajra Zara, according to the Chinuch, he'll get Malchus for that. Even though it's one of those mitzvahs which are only through speech. But if a person causes someone else to mention Navajra Zara, so that is not Chayav Malchus. This mitzvah applies in every place in town, both to men and to women. And the severity of the Avera is part of the severity of all Averas which bring to Navajra Zara. Which means not to try and seduce other Jews to serve Avodah Zarah. We learn this from the past. Look, it says, Avodah Zarah shouldn't be heard in your mouth. Which means even if the person himself is not worshipping the Avodah Zarah, he shouldn't cause other people to do that. The reason for the mitzvah, again, is part of the severity attached to Avodah Zarah. This mitzvah or oh, Sisu applies in every time and place to man to woman. And the punishment which the Torah gives for a mace is somebody who tries to seduce others to serve a desire is a Chiyav Mesa, but that would only apply in a case where there's a best in who's entitled to judge capital cases. Now the Chinuch explains the principle here, and he says, the fact that the Torah so often comes to Remind us about the Isra of Avodah 44 times in the Torah. And it says, Rakhodesh Baruch is a Kel Khan, so to speak, a God who is jealous against those who serve it. Al Yale Belev Choshekinus Hakel Varchokas Elu Nichtavu Zulas Mitzada Evdim. You don't think for a second that it's only from the point of view of those who are worshipping it. Kiashem Baruchu Ubach Shmoy Ben Shiyadus Ibn Adam Uyadu Malachi Gago the Koyche Vaechel Mukhal Brov. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is so far removed, so far above this world that it doesn't affect him in any way what if people serve him or serve by Zarah. It doesn't detract in any way from Hashem's greatness or His power or His honor what people do. So what's the, the, what's the severity of Zarah? Well, the Isra of Adazara and its Chumrah is from the people, point of view of the people. When a person 
distances himself from Hashem and connects himself to Avodah or anything equally meaningless, then he doesn't deserve to get anything from Hashem. And since all life, all bracha, everything one needs comes from Hashem, so he's disconnected himself from the source of his life. You should get exactly the opposite of a bracha. You should be cursed, you should get sick, you should lose everything he has. Because he has separated himself from his ability to receive good. And considers him to be on the other side, like an enemy who doesn't want to connect to any form of bracha or goodness which comes from Hashem. But it's not as if Hashem has to be jealous of them because they're all in Hashem's hands. Like the Chinuch says, if it was Bichaftai, you can return everything to Tel Aviv oil. It gives the marshal of Hashem being, so to speak, jealous in the Torah of people, because our people, we find such a mirror that if somebody works against them, then they're going to distance themselves from that person. The Torah gives this marshal so that it's easier for us as people to relate to what the Torah is saying. Chazal say that the minim asked the Chachamim, if Hashem is jealous of them, it must be he sees them as an equal or as a rival. And the answer is what the Chinuch says exactly the opposite. It's explaining how Kaddish Baruch Hu reacts to a person who distances himself from Hashem and wants to connect to Avayr not because they're an equal, but exactly the opposite. It's, they've, they've taken something which is so diametrically opposite to the source of life to Hashem then they deserve to detach themselves from that source, and uh, whatever klala, whatever lack will come from attachment of Erezara, that's where they've connected themselves to. Mitzvah Peiches is the mitzvah of Chagiga, which means to celebrate the regalim. The Pasuk says, Shalish regalim tochig li bashona. A person should celebrate the three regalim in the year, Pesach, Shavuot, and Sukkot. And the way to do that is to come up to the base of Migdash and to bring a carbon shlamim there, which they would, the owners would then eat as part of Simchus Yamtuf. The reason for the mitzvah says the Chinuch, it's not appropriate when we come to, so to speak, prostrate ourselves to Hashem in the base of Mikdash, we come empty-handed, even though Hashem doesn't need anything from us, but it's from our point of view. We want to see from our point of view, saying from Hashem, that we can either bring, bring a carbon with us. Chinuch adds that since the place, the base of Mikdash, is a place where a person naturally feels more connected to Hashem, there is more of a connection there to Ruchnias, and it's a right for us to bring a carbon. Because that makes us more roy to connect ourselves to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and also more roy to receive the brach that Hashem wants to give us. Which is always the aside in Avoida, that on the one hand it connects us to Hashem, and on the other hand it also makes us more worthy of receiving what Hashem wants to give us. Right, what's the amount a person has to give? So the one says one of those things which don't have a limit, even one animal would be enough. 
but uh, the more that a person has, so the more is expected to give. That's a person should bring his carbon on the first day of Yom Tov, but the Gemishnah says it's Tashlomi, which means he can bring it all the seven days of Yom Tov, and he's yet to his dinner bringing the Chagig. This means only applies obviously when there's a base of Mikdash, and only applies to men. Because it's Mitzvah Zatzah Shazman Grama. Also, the Pasuk says, Yerah, it calls the Churcha. All your males should be seen in the base of Mikdash. And we learn from the Pasuk that there are other categories of people who also are Potter. Somebody who can't walk, someone who's blind, someone who's sick, someone who, can't, who isn't strong enough to walk by foot to the base of Mikdash. The Potter is also from the din of Chagika. The person is over in this, besides from the battle that I say of coming to the base of Mikdash. He's also over the later say of the we shouldn't come empty-handed. One last point: the maskan of the Gemara, which the Chinuch brings, is even somebody who it's hard for other people to be around him because he has a job which leaves a lingering odor, such as a tanner or a person who works with metals or leathers. He's also mechiv to come. And the Chinuch adds the line: "Shetinu fanefesh who amamis pnei adam ifnei amokam v'leyamunus." What makes the person despicable, so to speak, to Hashem, is if his neshama has that odor or because of what he's done wrong. The fact that he's, as a result of his profession leaves him with an unpleasant, unpleasant smell, that's not a reason for him not to come in front of Hashem. A melacha, which a person does and works honestly, isn't a reason for Hashem to reject him. He's coming to the base of Megdash. We're not allowed to shech the carbon Pesach when we still have chametz in our possession. So it's letizbech al chametz tam zivchi. And the Zivchim here is to refer to the Korban Pesach. So you can't shech the Korban Pesach when you still have Chometz in Arishos. When was the time for shechting the Korban Pesach? It was after the afternoon, after midday on the 14th of Nisan. And we learn from here as one of the sources that from then it's already also for us to have Chometz in our possession. The reason for the Mitzvah says the Chinuch, because the Kviyas Hazman, the time which is set for a Mitzvah, is the time when, which is Mechaiv us to do it. And when it comes to Korban Pesach, which is a principle in Emunah, like he spoke about so many times before. So, the Torah sets a time for every part of the process of bringing the Korban Pesach, including women brings it to the base of the Mikdash. And therefore, since Chometz is the antithesis of Pesach, which is what's also for us to eat it on Pesach, so HaKadosh Baruch said, for already the time we're starting to work with the Korban Pesach, we are forbidden to have Chometz in our possession. When they actually brought the Pesach, it was only after the Korban Atomit, so it wasn't exactly after Chatzis, it was only some time later. And depending on the day of the year, whether it was in Shabbos or whether it was in Arab Shabbos, how long they would push off until they brought the Korban Pesach. This mitzvah applies when there's a Pesach Mikdash, one can bring the Korban Pesach to men and to ladies, because ladies also chayv in Pesach. And if a person is over and he knowingly leaves Chomets and Zoshos at the time he brings the Korban Pesach, so... You get Malchus for that. Because even though leaving the Pesach, leaving the Chomets isn't an action, shechting the Pesach when he has Chomets is, but it doesn't invalidate the Korban. The Korban is still kosher. The Gemara learns that it's not just the owner of the Korban Pesach who this thing applies to, it's also any of the people involved in the Hakrava, which means the coin who's doing the Zerka Saddam or burning the Emurim, would also be included in this Esau. Mitzvah Tzadi, Shlola Eniach Emurim Pesach, Lev Sobelina was not allowed to leave the Korban Pesach uh, the, overnight, in which case it's going to become possible. 
and it's referring and not to the meat which we are already spoken about that has to be eaten, and it's referring to those fats and portions which have to go on the Mizbech, that then also there's a time limit for when they have to go on the Mizbech, if they will be left overnight, they will become possible, and therefore a person is not allowed to leave the Chalev of the Kovim Pesach overnight until it becomes possible. The Pesach says, V'layolin Chalev Chagi Yad one can't leave the fats of the Chag, the Korban of the Chag, which is the Korban Pesach, until the morning. And if it would be left in the morning, then it would be possible and have to be burnt outside of the Mizbech. The reason for the Mitzvah says the Chinuch, Kekvayla Korban Akriva Bizman Akavayla. Part of the honor of Avodah the Mesamidash is to bring the Korban when it's meant to be brought. And if a person lets the time pass, it's near Kemisyoyish or Mashlech Adav It's like he doesn't care about it. And he's not serious and focused on doing that very properly, and that's why it's also that it become possible. This doesn't just apply to carbon Pesach, the same mitzvah applies to every carbon that the parts which have to go on his back have to be brought up in the time limit that Torah specifies for them. Ideally, right after he's shechted and sprinkled the blood in the Mizbech, but there's a time limit until the Amud HaShachar, the dawn of the next morning. In the case of the Korban Pesach, when the night after Erev Pesach is Yom Tov, one can't burn the fats of the Pesach, which are shechted before Yom Tov and Yom Tov, and if that's the case, one would have to burn them still that day. The Smitzvah and the present time of the Mikdash, and only to the Kainim, we instructed to burn the Chalav in the Mizbech. And if they didn't do this, then even though they over the late, I say, they wouldn't be Marcus because it's a Sheva as they didn't do an action by leaving the Chalav overnight. Mitzvah Tzadi Aleph, and that is the Mitzvah of Bikurim to bring the first fruit to the Beis Hamikdash and to give it to the Kohen. The Chinuch brings Allah and he applies to Sheva Samenim, like the Mishnah says in Bikurim, but he's not sure what the source is for that. He says it might be a, a tradition that they had, or it might be because we don't find the names of other fruit mentioned in the Torah besides for the Sheva Samenim. Whichever the reason is, the Allah and he applies to Sheva Samenim, and that includes Chita and Sa'ira, wheat and barley as well. How would they bring it? If they were near enough to Yishalayim, they could bring fresh fruit, they would bring fresh fruit. Otherwise, they would dry the fruit and bring them dried. The reason for the mitzvah says the chinuch, When we celebrate, that includes celebrating the new fruit which has just begun to grow, we want to mention Hashem first, because we want to understand that everything comes from Him, like all the bracha in the world comes from Him. And therefore, we have to bring the koinim, the besamekdash, the first fruit which grows in the tree, and use this opportunity and we're going to see to thank Hashem for all the Ktavis He's done for us. And as a result, then we deserve continued bracha from Hashem when He sees we'll be grateful for all the good He's done to us. Chazal added a whole process how to bring the Bikurim, that it wasn't just one person by himself. The whole city gathered together, they brought it Am. they used to travel in the formation, they used to bring with it Korbanus to Shecht at the same time, they would bring musicians to play music in front of them, they would decorate the Bikurim, they would bring them in baskets and present them to the Kainim, and how everybody would stand up for them as they came through the Yushalayim, and would come out to greet them. They made a, a, a much bigger procession, a much bigger simcha out of the bringing of the Bikurim. The Bikurim are like Troma, which are given to the Kainim, but it's also for Azar to eat. And uh, just like Troma, it has a deal of Kedusha. This will only apply in the time of the Beis Amikdash, when, when they were able to bring Bikurim, and only people who had fruit in Eretz Yisrael, or Evrayarden, where there was a chayv to bring Bikurim from, and only applies to men. Mitzvah Tzadi base, not to cook meat and milk, which refers to the side of an animal. The Bozak says, 
Tevashel Gedi, Bechalev Imoyen. Gedi is literally a goat, and its mother's milk. We learn it's not Dafka a goat, that's an example. It refers to all kinds of animals. When the Torah means specifically a goat, it calls it a Gedi Izim, which means the kid of the goats. Gedi time just means a little animal. The reason for the mitzvah, says the Chinuch, like he said in the mitzvah of Kishof, is to mix up the factors Hashem puts in the world. Those things which the Torah asks us to mix them. And it could be the Taravis of Basar and Chol, of milk and meat, by cooking together, also causes a mix up, so to speak, in the Kaychus in the world. And therefore, it's also even if you're not going to eat it. It's not just that it's to eat, which would, he falls in the category of what the Chinuch says is food which is harmful for a person. But yet, it's also even to cook if one doesn't want to eat it. And therefore, he understands this is in the category of those things which the mixture of them is something Hashem didn't want. The Chinuch leaves it as something which is not completely clear about. He says, And the truth is that the Mukabalim just takes it a step further and they explain that's exactly the reason that by mixing up milk and meat here, we're mixing up the way Hashem wanted the world to, to be run, not because the milk and the meat can't be together, but because the milk represents chesed and the meat represents din, and mixing meat and milk is really interfering with the kaychas of chesed and din, which are working in the world. The Rambam gives another reason, and he says that it was the derech of Ayavda to mix meat and milk. And therefore, the Torah asked the Jewish people doing it to distance us from Ayavda The Chinuch doesn't like that reason because we, we don't see it as being a part of a Vodazara, which would be asked for us, and there wouldn't be a reason to answer it in the case where the context was doing it has nothing to do with a Vodazara. This applies specifically with the rights to the meat of an animal with milk, and the bond added a lot more xeris to this as well. This applies in any time and place, but men and ladies, and if a person is over this issue and he mixes meat and milk and cooks them together, even if he doesn't eat them, he gets milkus. Mitzvah Tali Gimel is not to make a covenant with Avda Vodazara, speaking about the seven nations of Canaan who were there when we entered Israel, and says, Don't make a covenant, a peace treaty with them or with their gods. The reason for this is Hashem wants us to destroy Avodazara from the world, and the Shreva Mormon were particularly depraved when it came to Avodazara, which is why we, they were uprooted from Israel and why we were Mitzvah to destroy them. And that's what they did to destroy the people also, not leave a single one alive. The Chinuch extends this mitzvah not to make a peace treaty with any nation who are idol worshippers, except by other nations. We aren't mukhif to go to war against them if they're not attacking us. We don't have to kill them. But we can't allow them to live in Eretz Israel unless they renounce our desire. Whereas the Shiva Mamim, the seven nations who were there before us, we would serve it to go to war to fight them and to destroy them. The reason, as we said before, because by them, Avodah was much more of a, a, level, a level of wickedness, which while there was no option of them detaching from Avodah they had to be killed. And if a person was in, had the opportunity to kill one of the seven nations of Canaan without obviously risking his own life, and didn't do that, he'd be over in this life. Right, this is, now, other nations, even though Avodah Avodah we aren't supposed to kill them, but... A Jew is over of Avodah So then we are mukhif to kill him, like any sinner who is mukhif to based in. And that's the din of the based in to kill him. There are certain circumstances where Chazal said that there's a din of Marinim and Amalim, that even a person who is not a based in could cause him to die. 
there's a specific uh, parameters where such a thing would apply. Right. Also, the first other desire, if they want to do chova, can we accept them in chova? That, that would work. And then with the place to, when it comes to the seven nations, they had the opportunity to run away and not confront Israel like one of them, the Gregoshi, actually did. Mitzvah Tzadi Dalet, and that is not allowed a desire to live in Eretz Israel. It says, There'll be a source of a stumbling block to the Jewish people who might want to follow them, and therefore you can't have them living, residing in our midst. And therefore, if over uh, Avodah would want to relinquish Avodah and come and live in Eretz Israel, he'd be allowed to do that. That's called the Ger Toshav, which means he has Toshav. He has rights of residence because he's not worshiping Avodah one can't sell property to the Avodah or even renting property if he's going to live there because we're scared he's going to bring Avodah into the property to serve it there. When it comes to fields, so then there wouldn't be an issue of Avodah Zarah. There'd be a different question of whether he's going to work the field on Shabbos and whether people know it's under non-Jewish ownership. And therefore this mitzvah applies both to men and women in Israel where the Yisrael let Goyim reside. And if a person does sell them or hire property to them, he's over this mitzvah. But there's no markers because it's possible he didn't do an action in selling it or in hiring it out to them.